0: Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of The Social Circus. Today, I have a fabulous guest. I'm very excited to be joined by Eva, who is the founder of Strive Digital. Welcome, Eva.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Sarah. Thank
0: you. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I've been working with you for a while now. We actually only just recently met in real life, which is very typical of the digital world, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. But it was lots of fun.
0: Yes, Yes. definitely. So for those who haven't heard of you or Strive, tell us a little bit about your journey to digital marketing and also your journey to living in Australia, because that's fun too.
1: Absolutely. So I um, have been digital marketing like forever. So I've um, started my digital marketing journey with my bachelor degree when I was 19. Uh, so it's more like um, 12 years ago now. And um, yeah, so here there obviously with the digital marketing and was involved there as well with the bachelor then I moved to Indonesia um, did my MBA there with marketing and digital marketing focus as well and I've always been working um, on the digital marketing with, market, with companies doing digital marketing jobs on the side and and so on and working in agencies at around in the around um, like in in Indonesia Asia um, Australia as well as like Austria and um, yeah, and then a few, few years ago, I decided to start my own company.
0: Oh, yes. I love the way you just say all of that. Like, it's not a, a massive accomplishment to um, go and live in another location, like going from Austria to Indonesia and then um, ending up in Australia and starting your own company. Like, oh, that's just what people do. <laughs> it's very impressive. <laughs>
1: So oh, tell us,
0: you. you're now now Perth girl. We can claim you as our own, I think, um, somewhat. But um, so with Strive Digital, what was your driving force behind starting your own company? Um, so, yeah, I've always,
1: like, my parents have their own company, so I've always been raised by... Entrepreneurs and I love the entrepreneur lifestyle and obviously you are very much like the flexibility of things. Um, but because I've been in digital marketing agencies for so many years, I've seen a lot of different things and obviously yes. the good and the bad, and I appreciate all the learnings that i could take that I took from it. But at the same time, I saw that there are a lot of things that I would have done differently or that I wanted to do differently. But obviously, as an employee, you're restricted in your uh, things that you can change in a business. Um, So yeah, then I realized it's time for me to start my own business um, because I do think that that certain things I want to do differently, which I'm doing right now to have the boutique experience and the very much uh, hands-on experience with my clients to actually guarantee that we can get results.
0: I love that. Um, and I think um, I think you and I are driven by the same thing, having worked in agencies and you get to see the good and the bad and um, you're often a hamstrung because you're an employee and you kind of think, oh, I wish I could do this differently. And you kind of, at, at some point, you can't keep butting up against your boss. You have to kind of go, yeah, that's here. Ultimately, it's their business. <laughs> so exactly. I, I feel your pain. So with Strive Digital and... Um, Cause you, you actually work with some of my clients, which I love, but tell us a little bit about what is your, what is your zone of genius and what is your zone of genius and how you help your clients? So when
1: I started the agency a few years ago, I've worked with different clients across the, like different industries and services. But then I realized very quickly that e-commerce is just the area that I um, get the best results with with the team that I'm working with, yeah. as well as like where I enjoy just um, yeah scaling growing the most because it's just so um, like the. There is no, there is no um, ceiling basically with e-commerce. So with yes. that, um, like obviously, when you work many times with um, service-based businesses there's a very like there's a very clear cap on how much they can take on based on like the team size and so on with e-commerce you can always expand to different countries different um expand to wholesale and so on there are just so many more um opportunities to grow and scale and with that obviously there's just so much more fun in the game because there's Mm. so many more ways to um, do things
0: Oh, you're speaking my language, fun. So, uh, e commerce is your zone of genius, and you um, manage for clients paid advertising campaigns, don't you? So, what are your platforms that you're currently offering? Let's hear about those.
1: Um, so, the, the, my team and I, we're working uh, on Google ads, Facebook ads. Um... Obviously, Instagram with that one as well, as yeah. well as like TikTok ads. So that's um, how we're working together and um, the different platforms. And we are a big believer that um, on a holistic big picture. So it's not just one platform. It's going to be the all solution for um, the e-commerce business that you're running. It's more like understanding how the customer journey is working together to um, convert them um, on your website, basically.
0: Brilliant, amazing. So um, you just mentioned TikTok, which I think, you know, um, we're all mindful because they've got over, they've, they, you know, they've reached that critical 1 billion um, in terms of monthly active users. And it's something that I know us as businesses kind of think, oh, how do we do that? And how do we create that? So um, you're doing advertising on TikTok. So that's really exciting.
1: It's definitely a new platform, so I, like there's uh, there are so many opportunities there because it's just it's cheaper when it comes to um, like CPMs, so the cost of thousand impressions, or like um, the cost per click, and so on. So there is a lot of opportunity on that platform, especially because it seems like many people are moving from Instagram or Facebook to the new platform because of personal preferences or just because it's um, a little bit of a a political side of things as well mm-hmm. um, but at the same time yeah there are obviously like a lot of opportunities but again there is a lot of testing needed as well because yes. it is so new and it's constantly evolving and changing
0: yeah. And that's that's actually the biggest challenge I think we face in um, digital marketing is we can never rest on our laurels, can we? <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> I was discussing this with someone yesterday, but she said, oh, how, how do you keep your business so busy? And I said, always looking for what's next and what will my clients want next? And um, you've obviously done very much the same with TikTok. So um, quite a few of my listeners are going to have e-commerce businesses and they may have dip their toe in doing advertising themselves, which always makes me nervous. Um, And, you know, a lot of people are quite scared about going to use an agency. They're always scared of fees and they're always scared of costs. So if I was thinking and I had an e-commerce business that I was going to move to an agency, um, talk to me about what that process looks like because you guys certainly, I think, earn your money.
1: (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much. So, yeah, like um, for me Like what I recommend for everyone if they're working with us or not, it's just that they know their their numbers because very often what I I could see with other agencies as well is that if you're going to an agency that might have not the best values or best interests at heart, um, yes. they just want to get you on board and it doesn't matter if you're the right fit or not. Mm-hmm. Um, what is very important for um, for me and what I recommend everyone is that they know the numbers in terms of what is the break-even return on advertising spend that they need to receive with the costs the way they currently have obviously you need to make sure you also include the agency fee if you're working with an agency to keep in mind that it's still going to be profitable profitable for you moving forward as well so really understand your numbers where you currently stand and where you want to go so you like you're not going to have the situation where you feel like well that agency agency totally just promised me the world and, and at the end of the day we didn't get any results because. There is still responsibility on both ends. So you need to Mm -hmm. make sure you're covered with your responsibility of knowing your due diligence of your numbers in order to make the right decision to choose the right agency for you as well.
0: Oh, you're talking talking about language. I'm such a numbers girl. And um, I love, like, I love my spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> I have very detailed spreadsheets, my own Facebook ads, because I, I manage my own ads, but I'm not in e-commerce. Um, and I think one of the things that's always interesting, I'm always surprised that people aren't very close to their numbers. And I think for e-commerce, it's easier to be closer to your numbers because, um, you know, it's easy to know what your cost of goods is and those kind of things. And I'm always surprised when I speak to clients and I ask them those questions before they're even thinking about ads and I get a blank face. And I just think, oh, gosh, it's the the saying that my mum used to always say a fool and their money are soon parted always resonates with me because I just think, oh, my gosh, you're such an easy pick to take your money because you don't understand your numbers. Now, I know having worked with you, Eva, you guys do an amazing job of that kind of um, projection on how the ads are going to perform. So most agencies allow two to three months for testing. So what does testing actually involve with ads?
1: So obviously, you need to make sure at the very beginning when you start advertising, you understand again your numbers as well as like you understand your customer avatar, so who you actually want to talk to. So if you start very like fresh, you obviously you've dabbled around with like the organic side of things. You so you've seen like what people are engaging with, what kind of content you're presenting and so on. The same kind of thing is going to the ads because you need to make sure you're actually testing what kind of different creatives creatives resonate with people that you um, target with your ads, as well as like what kind of different content and so on. So it definitely needs some time to um, do some, Testing to get the um, get to the right people and to the right audience, and from there, um, basically we can make projections. For example, with one client that we are having in the US, uh, we have very clear projections based on like past performance. What is the return advertising spend we're predicting to have in a few weeks, few months time, based on like the learnings that we've drawn so far, as well as like the incremental uh, increase in advertising spend. So this way, it helps the company to make sure they are they can predict their spend moving mm-hmm. forward and they can predict the return that we, that we, they will receive because ultimately we also we take the take the learnings as we go and with that we can basically make the decision moving forward what is the the right investment what is the right decision in terms of marketing spend for the uh, particular client because we can compare different platforms
0: with them with each other amazing amazing I'm, i know that was a lot of detail if you're kind of new to that but Um, I want to just say one thing to be really, really clear about. Knowing your numbers and then having an agency who's also very transparent with your numbers is really, really important. And um, I know that Eva does a wonderful job of this, having worked with her and having had proposals for my clients. I always feel really confident, but I want to just say this because this is an experience that I had with one of my clients um, who was going to be working with an agency and she just signed with them when she engaged me as her consultant. And um, she had a really good really good advertising spend, like $250,000 a year year to spend, which is very exciting for us as marketers. Um, And she'd gone to an agency and they said that they would take her $250,000 and turn it into $250,000 in sales. And I was like, Okay, so you're actually going to lose money because you've got a cost of your product in that, and the the frightening thing about it was she was quite new in business and didn't understand that that wasn't acceptable to not make a return on your money. So, and I think this is where Eva, some agencies get give a, give it the whole sector a bad name, which is frustrating. So, from your perspective, um, it would be reasonable within a few months of testing that I can expect my money to start returning, can't it?
1: Sorry, Kenny, would be the question again.
0: So, um, if I am spending, if I'm with you and I'm engaged with you for a few months, it would be very reasonable for me to expect to get a positive return, like a positive return on ad spend ROAS after a few months. That's really reasonable, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, but it also depends like again, competition and so on. But that's different yes. different factors. But that's why it's so important to understand what is your break-even point at the beginning and mm. where you want to go. Um, so you can, so you can with ha- have the, the discussion with any kind of agency that you're working with. If it's if it's realistic, what is the time frame? So you can work um towards those defined KPIs at the very beginning um, together, uh, and you like have a
0: clear, clear directory, like where do you want to go? Oh, I love that because I think this is probably what makes you a bit unique, even you probably don't understand this, is your very transparent communication. So this is what we're projecting. This is how much we want to spend. This is how we'll scale it. And to me, I find that very exciting because um, for clients, they can see, well, this is, what I, this is what I can wait for. And then once things start to scale, this is how it's going to move forward. And as you say, the exciting thing about e-commerce is it can scale really, really quickly. So you can um, suddenly find your business turning over really big numbers and you um, spending really big big numbers on advertising as well so um from your from your if you were to kind of give a client a couple of pieces of advice obviously one is know your numbers what are a couple of other things that you would say before you engage an agency what's some good um information to help them get started
1: Um, yeah looking also like um, what your competitors are doing definitely that's a big one to um, go like to the basics just to see like um, like Facebook ads and TikTok ads and so on what are they currently doing on their own platforms um, Mm -hmm. to see what um, how many like what of the ads that are running a little bit longer already because if you can see for certain competitors that they're running those ads for months and months already you can see those ads are performing well and you can yeah. see what is the um, what is the customer journey that they lead them to. Um, because very often you can take that as inspiration. Don't copy and paste anything, but take it as an inspiration. <laughs> yes. How you can improve things. Because you don't need to reinvent the wheel like every time. You can take it very often. The learning from someone else that has been through so many um, testings. Um, so you can see how you make the most out of it. Um, and then obviously... Again, fundimation, funda, funda, fundimation, <laughs> foundation is <laughs> the, no, learning, uh, knowing your numbers and then also have clear um, goals for yourself uh, and discuss those goals with the agency. Make sure you have, you have uh, full transparency and you are the admin of every platform that you're advertising on because um, obviously you want to have a good relationship, but at the end of the day, it's your platform and you want to make sure you have full um yeah you have all the rights that are necessary for your platform so you're never dependent on anyone um, moving forward with your company.
0: Oh, no, you slipped that in, Eva, and it's such amazing advice um, about being a full admin on all your platforms because I've had a lot of clients who um, have lost access to all their Facebook ads when they stopped working with an agency because it wasn't set up correctly in the first place, and that can be really difficult and a really ugly extraction point. So um, please listen to that tip. Make sure you're full admin on all of your accounts where you're running ads because it's your business and you should always have control over that. So um, a question for you, Eva, so if I'm in an, in an e-commerce business and I'm starting... Starting out, and I'm not quite there yet. What would you suggest that I do to kind of get my business up and running that doesn't involve paid ads? What's some thoughts so that I can prepare myself for that space?
1: Um, If you are just starting out with your e commerce business, obviously, organic um, reach is like really important. Um, Make sure you have you're building that authority and a social proof. And if you're like at the very beginning, just make sure you even give your products for free to some people just to get some reviews. your Mm -hmm. website and get some testimonials because again that social proof is so so important um make sure you um um you're testing your website you're understanding the what those numbers mean on your website there are so many really good youtube channels where you can uh, educate yourself of like, um, yeah, what are the best um, and necessary uh, Shopify uh, uh, Shopify um, apps to have, as well as like how to dabble into Facebook ads or just the organic side of things, um, mm. just to really understand what you're doing. This way, you don't feel like you're taking. Um, yeah, taking on a on a ride with a different
0: agency. Yes, together. and you and you're kind of not entering it blind because I think and and I'm sure you would agree with this. I always say to my clients, you should always have tested concepts. So you should always be have tested your concepts. So the last thing you want to do is go to an agency with not not a single set of eyeballs have dropped on your sales page or your product page because. If you don't know if anybody's interested, that makes it really, really difficult for your perspective either to try and ascertain how do we sell them, promote this. So, you know, if you're starting out, make sure you get... Make sure you know that everything works, like the transaction works. That you've got sort of follow up emails. Those things are so important. And I always say this to people: is um, Facebook and all those platforms will always happily take your money. And it can feel easy, but if you're taking your money to test your, you know, your your checkout to test your copy and all that, to me that's that's a waste of your money. That you should try and do that organically. And I always say to people: try and get some business through, and then test how things are going, and then run at, at um, paid advertising.
1: Exactly. So even if we like, at the a few years ago when we when we um, took like also smaller clients in terms of uh, e-commerce spend, we always made sure that they have at least sold a few products because this way there's there needs to be a proven concept that the product is actually viable in the market. So you're, yes. not, um, like you're not just selling something that no one wants to sell through ads because that's just a waste of the client's time, client's money as well as like our time and our money as well here. So you want to make sure there's a proven concept behind it. And also, yeah, e-commerce like... Um, e-commerce educate yourself what are the moving parts in the e-commerce ecosystem um yes. ad is just one little part of it but there is like um once you sell send traffic to the um to your website you don't want to make sure there's going to be as you mentioned before the follow-up emails the, the abandoned card sequence and all of those things email marketing is so important which <laughs> i never thought a few years ago that there it's so important but it's like for an um healthy e-commerce business about like 40 percent should be coming from email marketing in terms of ongoing revenue and when, wow. you, think about, when you think about like an, a multi-million dollar business that's like that's a massive chunk of your revenue so um, having that foundation set up at the beginning and then um, tweak around it as you go and once you're in a high revenue bracket you can always like go and outside to an, a different agency but just in understand that it's just like it's so much more than just sending traffic to your website to get the revenue where it needs to go and also like and out of parts, sorry, I'm rambling No, please,
0: this is gold, you're absolutely fine.
1: (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) Uh, Something that is like super important as well is to understand your customer lifetime value because, um, yeah, again, um, return on advertising spend is great. It's really important, obviously. But at the same time, if you understand that your customer is coming to your website, makes a one per- makes one purchase to test it out maybe with a smaller spend on your website but continues to uh, make a purchase maybe 3 weeks later because they need to like um just see how it goes and then they make it, uh, the second purchase is usually higher and the frequency continues if you know that like that journey in itself is absolute gold because this way you know exactly cool it doesn't matter if you're like on a uh, really low return at the beginning because we know about like 70% or 80% will come back and make a high purchase as they go and once you understand that you know where those people will make the purchase usually through email marketing uh, or any, any kind of organic offers and with that you will be able to make your marketing decisions just so much smarter because you know all that information is just very, very important for your business moving forward to be profitable
0: and be more strategic. Such good tips there, Eva, and you weren't (laughs) rambling at all. I was like, oh my gosh, this is gold. And I didn't know that about, I'm a big email marketing devotee and I actually didn't realize that there was so much gold in your email that's a huge yeah. percentage um so thank you so much for sharing that i'm mindful of time and i just want to let all the listeners know that um i will be popping some links in my in the show notes for today so that you can um, reach out and check out eva and her agency you can follow her on insta and um, she shares great tips in her reels on um, anything to help you with your e-commerce business There's so always lots of value in there but i want to just wrap up and say thank you so much eva for your Time and for generously sharing your knowledge with my audience. There's some real gems in there that I know people are going to be able to take action on to help improve their e commerce. So, thank you for agreeing to be a guest today.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Sarah. I'm looking forward to smashing it out of the park with our clients next couple of months.
0: Brilliant. Excellent. All right. Thank you again for tuning in, everyone. And I'll see you on the social circus the same time next week.